Hey, everybody, and welcome to the FYI podcast, where we help you end your week strong and start your weekend even stronger. I'm Micah Keneally, and this is my husband. I'm Josiah Keneally. We're your hosts of the FYI podcast. We love to talk with you, unpacking a question Mm -hmm. each week, and we really zero in on what it's like to follow Jesus as a 20-something, 30-something, a young adult in 2023. We talk about your faith, your life, your adulting, your relationships, your finances, And each week we unpack a question. So thanks for sending in your DMs. Mm -hmm. Thanks for emailing us and for stopping by the booth at FYI Live events all across the country. And before we launch, there's a fun, like special announcement for the listener today. The special announcement is May is coming. Wow. Right? So May is coming very quickly. We actually have something that we've designed for you. This is our third, right? Annual weekend. So it's called the weekend for young adults, actually. So if you are between the ages of 18 to 30, you are welcome to join us May 12th, 13th, and 14th at Lake Geneva in Alexandria, Minnesota, where you can get registered at a website at youngadults.today and just look for the events and click the weekend. And hopefully you so can good. experience and encounter not only some new friendships, but strengthen your relationship with Christ, discover maybe what does Christ mean to you? What does it look like to be a Christ follower? Who is Jesus? So we're going to unpack some fun things. And our theme this year is actually equip the saints. So we want you to leave that you have feel empowered, equipped, maybe with some clarity, maybe with some direction, maybe just with some insight or some fresh perspective. So that's kind of what we're leading into for the weekend. Those are some things you can expect from worship to breakout sessions to main sessions and time to connect with people your own age. We're expecting hundreds of young adults from 50 plus churches across Minnesota, across the Midwest. And we would love for Mm -hmm. you to uh, join us May 12th through the 14th. Again, Mm -hmm. visit youngadults.today, click on events in the weekend. And uh, I mean, Micah, it's March. This drops only and on already, right? Friday, March 10th. So happy Friday, happy oh weekend. Can you just recap the past seven days of our life, our family? God's moving and it's been a bit of a whirlwind. Oh my gosh. Well, one thing I just want to challenge you with if you feel like you are not embarking upon a wild adventure with God, then ask him for it. Because when you do ask him and you make yourself available, he will bring the adventure and you just don't know what's around the next corner. So if you know anything about mountain climbing, nature, anything, just be ready. And one thing that we've actually been able to experience are some of those surprises along the way, which are all good surprises. But we actually hosted our fourth annual Young Adult Leadership Conference. Exactly. So that was last week. For leaders of young adult ministries across the country. Yeah. So that was super fun to gather in the name of Jesus and just kind of set the table for them as they lead so hard to lead you as a listener, but also trying to discover what does God have for them from the mission to just deepening their well. So we had that. And then actually we, I say actually a lot today. Wow. We literally um, were invited to Texas. So we were down in Texas for a few days with some of our family and friends um, from the ministry world. And over 2000 pastors came together to just be inspired, to be encouraged, to be met where they're at. And it's a church multiplication network. And we were actually able to teach a breakout session. We were asked by Jeffrey Portman to teach a breakout session specifically on reaching the next generation. And how do we encourage you and how do we provide opportunities for you in the church world, outside of the church world, in in and on our college campuses? What does that mean? What does that look like? So we had the honor and privilege of doing that. And now we're here on the podcast. So I would say when you ask God for an adventure, he will give it to you. And this is probably 
the question that I, we get, we get asked often, or mm-hmm. I did, I miss, I do, I shouldn't speak for both of us. I know that I do. And it's like, Michael, what's new? <laughs> I want to look at them. And I literally want to say, what's not new. Yeah. Because when you step into relationship with Jesus and a relationship with God and what he wants to do, and you say, Lord, bring the adventure, no day should be the same. Monday through Friday, no matter how many of them we get experienced, no matter how many weekends we get to um, encounter, no day should be the same. And that's a good thing. It keeps us on our toes. It keeps us with our relationship with Jesus even stronger. Uh, but really to recognize the fact that when we say yes to Jesus, uh, he's just going to open the doors of crazy opportunity if we continually walk out in obedience. So we feel like we've been able to do that and great opportunities have come our way. And we're praying for those opportunities to come your way as well as a listener, as 18 to 30 year old, trying to figure out what does it mean to walk out my faith in the marketplace, in missions, in ministry, just everyday life. Life on my college campus. So we've been up to a lot and the Holy God, Holy Spirit and God has been up to way more than what we can even explain, dream, ask, or imagine, but we've just been able to taste a glimpse of that. Man, if you're watching on YouTube, can you just type into the comments? And if you're um, linked together with us uh, on a streaming platform, mm-hmm. thanks for subscribing. Thanks for leaving us a review. It helps us reach more listeners yeah. with the message of young adults today. And really, FYI podcast is a part of our umbrella ministry called Young Adults Today. Yeah, The theme, the vision of this ministry is Psalm 145. Verse four, it's our mission for existence. It's there's a need for young adult ministry. There's a need for discipling, for reaching, for advocating for Gen Z, for millennials, for your generation, for our generation, for ones to come. And what Psalm 145 verse four says this, one generation is to tell the next of the marvelous deeds of God. So when we give you a quick update and a recap, God is moving. Yeah, He's got mighty acts. He's moving in Houston. There was over 2000 church planters gathered there and Mm -hmm. were there advocating for the next generation of young adults that are not just the church of tomorrow. They're the leaders of today. Yeah, And we saw so many young leaders gathered together from across the state of Minnesota, the Midwest. People flew in Mm -hmm. from Washington, Tennessee, Georgia. And it's just wild to see there's a need for young adult ministry. And get this, young adult ministries are starting. And I know I already gave you our theme verse, but if this episode had a verse for the day, it'd be Ephesians chapter four, verses 11 and 12, which says, and Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the teachers, and the evangelists to equip God's people for the works of ministry. Mm -hmm. And that's our theme for leader conference for the YA weekend. And really for everything that we're doing in 2023 Mm -hmm. for God's glory is we want to equip the saints. So we don't want to do ministry to people. We want to do ministry through people. And, um, you know, Micah, the scripture and Paul writes in the new Testament, I think in Corinthians, we see it where he says that we're all members of one body. Right. There's one church. And so some are hands, some are feet. Um, this is just a fun question. And I didn't really prep you for it, but it's where my mind goes. I want to ask you this question because I don't have an answer. All right. Then ask it. Okay. This is the question you want to ask me. And I just. You need another minute. I need another minute, maybe another episode, but here's the question. And it's simply what body part of the body of Christ would you be? I, I was thinking about this. Bone? It's close, super close, <laughs> super close. We following you should be fun. We should notify our face of the joy of the Lord. But here's what mine. I think I'd be like an elbow. And I'd love okay. to know the listener, like the viewer, what part 
might you play it? Because we are not Christ. He himself is the head. Mm-hmm. He's the chief cornerstone. Mm-hmm. So yep. we're joined together by different parts yep. and different ligaments. The hand can't say to the wrist, like I'm better than you or the hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is what Paul's teaching. And I think I might be an elbow where behind the scenes, I can connect people to Christ. I can Mm -hmm. connect people to each other, but I think I'm a connector. I'm an encourager. And uh, I want you to lean in and just think about like, what part of the body might you be? I literally do not have an answer. I'm trying to think. Cause I'm like, I don't feel like it's this crazy thing where it's like, I don't want to say I'm huge and holy no, (laughs) or extremely humble. I'm just like, Hmm, if I were, or if I could be, what would I be? I have no idea. Do you have one for me? Sure. 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 I'll share, I'll share a couple options. You get to pick them. No, 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 no. Um, I I mean, you are passionate about being the hands and feet of Jesus, right? Ministering, uh, presence-based ministry of those in need. I would also say you're a voice piece. Like you might be the voice box. Mm, and and you're, you're a communicator, you're a thinker, a writer, a speaker. Um, and, and any time that I've seen you with the microphone, it's not only your preparation, but I've watched the Holy spirit really lead and guide mm-hmm. and direct and speak yeah. through you. Thanks for saying that. If I could be something, that's what, it, that's an honor. If that's truly what I would be or could be for the kingdom of God. I think it's just a really interesting question because it just goes down to like the cellular level. Like mm-hmm. we're all parts of the body, but we're all doing something. So anything from the blood, blood flow to the heart, to the quads, to, I don't want to be the tongue. Like that just be a scary, <laughs> be a scary thing. Life and death. I don't know if a voice box is any different. I don't know. I mean, it is, but it's, it has something to do with it. So that's a great question. I'm going to ponder more on that. I'm going to pray into that. And like, okay, Lord, show me, show well, me. And how about this? How about we kick it to today's? question question came from bethany global university we were speaking there and some of the questions one of them that came in was this so what is god teaching you guys in this season she asked what is god teaching you guys in this season Woof. and man it's been a season it's been an incredible season yes like i don't think i've ever been a season that i've despised or loathed or maybe come on the other side and had nothing to like glean from, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go every other? I have three. I think that I'm really being like squeezed yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, talk about it, babe. Oh my gosh. I think the first one is he's teaching me a lot about rest and stress. Um, the busyness of life, the being pulled at from all the limbs, whether it's ministry, family, friends, mm-hmm. everything. And it's, it's not a bad thing. It's just me learning how to prioritize my yeses and my nos so I can rest. So I think it's learning that it's okay to rest. It's okay to say no, but what am I doing to channel that stress or that anxiety or that, I don't know, overwhelming sensation of being called by the, uh, like as child of God, but also the yeses have implications and my nos have implications. So I think just walking in cadence and in step with, with God and what that is and what that looks like, um, can be a lot of different things. And there are good stressors and there's bad stressors. So trying to eliminate the things that are overwhelming or just consuming my mind where it's like junk mail, it's like delete, Mm -hmm. delete, delete. Mm -hmm. And I think we can say delete, but it still goes to the delete box. So even just like dumping the delete box and saying, yes, I truly want to execute dump and get the recycle bin going. Um, so I think that'd be my first one of just navigating that. I'm still navigating that. I think it's always going to be there. It's just a matter of 
what do we do in that? Pro- what do I do in that process? Or maybe you can relate as a listener. So keep going with your next one. You're on a roll. Oh, my next one. Oh my gosh. I think my next one in the process of identifying some stressors in my life mm-hmm. are, um, so we bought a house and when we bought the house, we inherited things that came with it. And then you really girls, you know, this ladies, if you have a purse, the bigger the purse, the more things you start to carry. And you're really, how long has that banana been in my bag? Cause it's like petrified. Like that's a true story in my backpack, but I'm just like really recognizing like, wow, the minimalist approach is really something I strive for. And I'm not talking like small house type mentality of living off the grid, crazy stuff like that, but really recognizing what is consuming my time and what am I obsessing over when it comes to objects in my house? Like what, what do we own and what is beginning to own me or my Mm -hmm. thoughts or my soul or like my time when my time is like non-refundable, like we cannot get our time back. So I think just really recognizing like, wow, our house and, and maybe it's part of my soul because my house does affect my soul and I feel cluttered. So if our house feels overwhelmed, then my soul feels overwhelmed. Well, and tell so, me about the the rule we have. If we haven't yeah. like used something or like in our closet, mm-hmm. worn something and say about a year. Yeah. Outside of pregnancy rule. Yeah. If you have yeah. not, if we've not used or utilized or something in our house from a gadget in the kitchen to something in the garage, or maybe something in our closet, mm-hmm. if we have not worn it or utilized it in the last year, it gets in a donation bin. Mm-hmm. And then our goal, I should say our goal, I've made it our goal, family goal is to get rid of 2000 items every spring. Um, and to really recognize like your house becomes filled with things. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, and it's a fun thing. Like who can I bless? Who can I, or like, where can I donate and what can I sell? Yep. Give, so if donate, there's sell. like some of those different layers where it's like, it's kind of like a scavenger hunt in your own house of like, oh my gosh, what do we, what? I forgot I even had this. Like, this is the junk drawer. We had two junk drawers. No, not anymore. We got one. Mm-hmm. So just really realizing what can somebody else be utilizing and what's the attachment? Is it sentimental value? Is it a fear of running out? Is it just somebody blessed us with it. We feel obligated to keep it and it doesn't bring us joy (laughs) or a house any use. So just realizing like, wow, it's okay to get rid of things and it's okay to move forward in the household. So those are, those are my two. I have another one. Keep going. Keep going. You are on a roll. Okay. My third thing I'm learning, uh, identifying the outlets of fun in my life. What makes me like satisfied? What's a stress reliever? Mm-hmm. Is it the gym? Is it is it working out? Is it doing projects? Is it hanging out with friends, grabbing coffee? Like, what is it? Like, I realize that it's okay to have an outlet in my time of rest of saying, Josiah, like, I need two hours just to go out for coffee and be with myself. Yep. I need to go to the gym. I want an, I just need an hour. And it's just going to him. And it's not like I'm asking him permission, but I'm like making a request. And um, just- just realizing like I need more fun in my life. I need more laughter in my life because we're so laser focused at times that I never want to take myself too seriously, but I always want to be in tune with the spirit. I always want to be like walking where God wants me to go, but he designed us for a life of adventure. Like I'd said earlier, mm-hmm. but with that comes fun. Like adventure is not so serious, but when you are trekking up the mountains of ministry or of life or in the mission field, you realize like, wow, if I didn't bring my tent and I have no form of water or filtration systems, I'm going to die. So I need to stay connected to God in that process. So when you're called to that form of ministry, you learn very quickly. Apart from him, we truly can do nothing. But when we invite him in to bring the adventurous spirit, 
fun is illuminated, anything from rock climbing and you can make anything fun free mm-hmm. or if you pay for it, but just saying fun is something that I've been really learning, like what fulfills my soul and heart outside mm-hmm. of marriage, outside of ministry and outside of kids. Like mm-hmm. I'm still me, but I can't lose every part of me in the season. And I have to identify what does that look like for me personally? Wow. Does that help you? I love you. You didn't know those were coming. I know. I, I love that God's teaching you things and he's teaching me things. He's teaching us things mm-hmm. together. And sometimes there's overlap, but sometimes it's individual in our own personal yeah. relationship with Jesus. And yeah. I think for me, like, I love this question. What's God teaching you guys in this season? Because yesterday might've been different for sure. Eight days ago might've been different, <laughs> but here's a few things. Like I woke up with a song on my heart that I haven't really sung since about 2010. Ooh. So is that 13 years, 14 years, maybe mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. where, um, it was, it was written by um, the worship leader at our church at the time in that season. And he wrote this song and it just goes, take all of me, make me like you. I know that your plan is good and your promises are true. Hmm. I give you control wherever you lead. God, where you call me, I will go. And I love the song. And uh, I think it just was stirred up in my soul because it, it's a song of surrender. It's it's an anthem of prayer. Like God, t- mold me, shape me. You're, yeah. you're the potter, I'm the clay. Billy Graham, I love his prayer. He said, I'll go wherever you want me to go. Mm. I'll be whoever you want me to be. Right. And in the process, like I need to surrender. And the key word for me is control because That's I've good. learned my limits during the season. I'm learning my limits mm-hmm. and I'm learning that some of my limits are time. Some of them are gifting. Some of them are capacity, but mm-hmm. there's different limitations that God has actually given me that in my own flesh, I'll be disappointed, discouraged, let down, burned out, or <laughs> brought to my knees to surrender and depend right. on Jesus that at the beginning yeah. of me, or at the end of me is the beginning of him. Yeah. And so I don't want to depend on me Mm -hmm. and be independent spiritually. I want to be dependent and desperate, delighting in the power of God. Would you say when you you realize that there's also an igniting in your soul? For sure. So it's like when there's a surrender, there's also an ignition. Oh my gosh. I think, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of this like dynamic tug of war Mm -hmm. that I've not yet conquered but it's like I'm in the match and it's flesh, spirit, flesh, spirit. But that surrender. It's a boxing match. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, the second thing came from a mentor of ours. We met with him um, a couple of weeks ago. And one thing in my prayer time this morning stood out and I could hear his voice almost like whispering mm-hmm. this question to me. And it was make sure that you chase the voice and don't chase opportunities mm-hmm. because we're in a brand new ministry, yeah. 501c3 in our first full year. And a friend texted me this morning. He's like, or late last night, I got it this morning. And he's like, how can I pray for you? And I'm like, man, pray for my marriage, pray for my girls, pray that they get the attention in my life this weekend mm-hmm. because we're ministry-wise stepping into things that we've only asked, dreamed, prayed for, thought of, imagined, and even beyond that. And And I don't want to gain the world and lose my soul. I don't yeah. want to gain a ministry and mm-hmm. lose my family. So who am I chasing? What am I chasing? Is it opportunities mm-hmm. or is it the That's voice good. that got me into this ministry in the first place? And I noticed that when I chase opportunities, financial security or provision, mm-hmm. 
attendance or numerical participation, ministry is miserable. Yeah. Life is miserable chasing those. It's chasing the wind. Yeah. And I, I was out looking at the stars one night and I was like, God, I surrender some things to you. The next morning I was in worship and there was just this theme. I guess the theme is surrender. Like, God, I'm giving you the troubles, Mm -hmm. the worries, the problems, the concerns, the glory, credit, honor, praise all in advance. Yeah. And then, you know what? The last week of ministry has been super enjoyable. It's good. Out of four conferences that we've done, this is the least stressed that I've been Mm -hmm. because it's the most surrendered that I've been. Well, I think when we show up, God shows off. And when we get that wrong, if we show up and show off, like we rob him of the glory, like we forget why we do what we do. And I think when we step back and realize like, okay, Lord, we did what we were called to do. We were obedient in this area of whatever hospitality and putting together mm-hmm. a conference and God, we, we trusted you're going to bring the people. We did what we could do. We've reached the end of ourselves. Now you supernaturally bring the people. Yes. And I think that even if you're listening and you're one of the students who, who are a part of this, um, mission school and you're trying to like discover and uncover like oh my gosh there's so many so many things pulling at me i have to fundraise i have to go out in the field i have to go to a different country i'm learning a language i'm whatever it is and whatever you're doing like know that don't labor in vain mm-hmm. like don't do it alone so yeah. just realizing that i think is huge so i think surrender is a huge component and when we surrender i think that god does kind of clear the dust around us, you know, and you can, you can see again and you get a, you get to enjoy the sights, the views, the senses, the smells, like the five senses are fully engaged versus being tone deaf or being blind, yeah. leading the blind or yeah. whatever that is, you know? And so I think that's well, great. It's it's almost like, uh, my spirit has needed a settlement verse or a settlement prayer hmm. and, uh, surrender. And, and it, it comes from me from first lesson. First Thessalonians 5, 24, the one who calls you is faithful and he will also do it. Mm-hmm. And at my worst, there's been some moments where I, like somebody said, like, how's it going? I'm like, oh man, this is what I did. And then I remember one mentor asked me specifically in that mm-hmm. moment at a kitchen table like this. And he was just like, so who did it? And I was embarrassed, like cheeks red, blushing, but thankful that it was mm-hmm. in that kind of private humiliation yeah. moment versus public hum- humiliation, because it's like the one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. Right. So he gets the credit, he gets the glory, he gets the worth, he gets the praise. And a friend of mine, Grant, one time he pointed out, like, it's almost like all of us are like, mm-hmm. of course, God, we want God to get the glory. Like we want God's name to be famous. And and it's like our, our shadow mission mm-hmm. is like that we would, become famous too. Like like it's almost like a symbiotic relationship where, and I've been guilty of this at so many times in my own life. Like we ride God's coattails of success Mm -hmm. or like we're, we're the little parasite attached or the small fish attached to the big whale and feeding (laughs) off of the the crumbs. Mm -hmm. And instead, I just think it's like so much that's miserable to me. And it's so much more enjoyable to, yeah to just surrender to God. And maybe you're listening, Mm -hmm. viewing, watching and, and struggling. And and it's today's like that moment where there's something in your own walk with God Mm -hmm. that you need to surrender. And maybe it's answering the question, like, what's he teaching you in this season? Who gets Mm -hmm. the praise? Mm -hmm. Who gets the glory? Who's worthy of it all? And I would just encourage you to put God first place in your life. Mm -hmm. And maybe he's 
not fallen off the throne, but you've forgotten who's on the throne. Mm, that's good. And to just remind yourself, to tell yourself out loud, like, God, you are seated on the throne. Right. You're worthy of it all. Yep. And I love that anthem, that worship song. From you are all things. For you are all things. You deserve the glory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I love singing that to my own soul, to my own spirit. Yeah. And so whether it's the first time putting your faith in Christ or recommitting to say, God, you get the glory. Yeah. I'm sorry for the thing I've made it. It's Good. about you. Amen. Amen. If it's your first time, maybe you want to learn more about like, what does it mean to be in a relationship with Jesus? What does it mean to truly surrender my life? in exchange for what he's done for me and recognize like apart from him, I can do nothing. And I want to not be the person I I am currently. And I want to be better. I want to be more like Christ. And I want those characteristics and those attributes. And I want to be a part of the kingdom of God. If that is you, and you want to check it out. You can go to FYI-podcast.com. Yep. FYI-podcast.com and click on, I want to follow Jesus. There's some resources we want to help you take your next steps in faith, Yeah. whether it's finding a local church, campus ministry mm-hmm. at your college or university, mm-hmm. um, finding godly community that can link arms with you. This yeah. is not a life that's meant to be lived alone. Right. And we're part of the community, always cheering you on, sending your questions, and you're listening to the FYI podcast. <laughs>